and this is my Slovak experience. Hey, hey, it's time for another episode of my Slovak experience. Today, we go to Kenya to interview Ned, or I should say DJ Ned, who has been living in Slovakia since 2016. Ned, or Nahid Nizar Saburali Mauji, works in an international company, but he's also a professional DJ. So if you're familiar with Bratislava's and joined the nightlife, perhaps you have already danced to his music. Ned's first winter in Slovakia was the worst ever. So what convinced him to stay and consider this country his own? Listen to this podcast to find out more. Enjoy, and thank you so much for listening. So I'm here with uh, Nahid Nizar Saburali Maui. Mauji. Mauji. <laughs> so uh, called Ned. So Ned, yeah. welcome to my Slovak thank experience. You. Thank Thanks. you for being here. Thank you very much, Emanuele. Did I say it right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so now, with uh, uh, for for me, but obviously because I'm uh, I'm from a different part of the world, right? right? That's why it sounds complex and I yeah 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 yeah. Hard for me, because if I don't, I know. Mm, well. mm. So uh, tell us from where where you're from. Uh, so I'm from Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born in Tanzania. But uh, because my dad is Tanzanian, okay, and uh, then uh, but my mom is Kenyan, so uh, we moved to Kenya when I was maybe one year old, and uh, because there was like better quality education in Kenya mm-hmm. at that time, so we moved there. So I've just grown up in Kenya, and I'm a Kenyan now, uh, even though I was born in Tanzania. Okay. Uh, and I'm from a small city; it's the third largest city in Kenya. Uh, it's not super large. It's uh, more populated than Bratislava, mm-hmm. uh, and it's by the Lake Victoria, which is shared by. So it's the, the north part. Uh, no, no, it's western, uh, western, western Kenya. Kenya. Yeah. So it's it's uh, Lake Victoria is shared by Uganda, Tanzania, and Kenya. Mm-hmm. And so I live along the border. That's where I come from, like the border of the lake, and I literally live by the lake at home, like I'm next to the lake. So it's very cool. Uh, yeah. So geographically. <laughs> That's where I'm from. <laughs> okay, but and now we are in Slovakia. So yeah, yeah. What what brought you here? Uh, yeah. Well, the simple answer is my wife. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, we met in uh, in my city actually. Uh, so uh, she was uh, working in my city in in 2012. Uh, we didn't know each other, but uh, I uh, had a DJ residency at a really popular club uh, mm-hmm. in the city and on Thursday nights I used to do karaoke mm-hmm. so one night she came in with a friend of hers for karaoke and uh, so so I, uh, we just met uh, and uh, like started speaking and uh, now I'm here <laughs> so basically so you you were already doing the DJ uh, yeah for uh, many years Kenya, uh, for th- many that years. was that was my primary livelihood okay yeah so a lot of folks coming it was like a night yeah. uh, shows mostly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I used to. Uh, so like I mentioned, I had the uh, I had the residency mm. for like four years. Uh, so I used to play like Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. at this one place. But also uh, I had a huge sound system. 
Okay. So I would do events like corporate events, weddings, birthdays, uh, seminars, like everything. So day and night events. Uh, it's, it's good. It's pretty busy. So that that yeah. was your your job. So you met one of those nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wife. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so uh, from from that time, like we got together, but she had to leave because she was there only six months. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we had like a long distance thing. Then she she would come uh, for some time, and uh, she would work with some NGOs, and so we would be together. And in 2015, uh, I came for the first time uh, just for a month, like to see if uh, I would be interested in moving here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the summertime, so it, it kind of sucked me in. It was really nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when I decided, okay, I can like make the move. And basically, I moved the year later, uh, like uh, the next September. So 2016 September, that's when I actually moved to Slovakia. It's like two years. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, two years, six months, seven months, or some mm-hmm. so, something like that. Yeah. So this. Um, this kind of move, uh, so it, it took some time, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let me. So tell me first the the first impressions when you came to Slovakia. Uh, uh, in, in regards to like the people, or yeah, I mean, what, yeah? how you saw um, it? It's uh, you uh, okay. Like it's it? it's really beautiful. Uh, I like it a lot because where I come from, uh, it's uh, it's really beautiful naturally mm-hmm. as well. So I really like this place because. Uh, Of the natural beauty, it's the greenery, uh, large open fields, parks. You can you can go to at the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like being next to water, uh, and and but what struck me here is is how I I want to say how pretty the city is, like the old town. It's it's uh it's not huge, but it's really picturesque, mm-hmm. and like this is one of the first things that I really like, like the cobblestones. Uh, the the castles, uh, or castles like all over Slovakia, um, <laughs> because I've been to quite oh, a few. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it's it's uh, it's like you're in some kind of Disney movie, <laughs> yeah. just like when you're walking around the street. In, I think in, in Kenya there are no no castles. Uh, we we have uh, forts. Or we forts. have like uh, forts from uh, um, the colonial times. Yeah. And and we act, we don't have a castle, but we have like really large estates where, uh, like the colonial governors used to live, or okay. you know the guys who had like very huge farms, and uh, there, you wouldn't call it a castle, but they had palaces, you could say, like really huge, uh, but they are still private; they're not public, like here. So you don't yeah. go and visit. No, you you cannot. You would not be able. You would not be able to get in unless, like, you know them. You would not be able to get in. Yeah. So uh, yeah, my first impression was like really picturesque, uh, really beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really impressed by how many people uh, exercise over here, like on on the street. That was new for me. Like people are running, cycling. Uh, doing all sorts of like street skateboarding yeah. and yeah, so uh, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. I liked it. It was cool because uh, back home it's not really uh, like if you have a car, you would not cycle or walk because then people would just assume you're broke. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
this so hit here me. you can yeah like it's very cool because even if you have a car like you can walk like nobody is going to think that like you're too poor to own a car or you know like mm-hmm. at home there is like a it's it's just in your in your subconscious like you have this class kind of system okay like you don't want if you if you have a car you don't want to be seen walking around uh it's changing now but because if, if you work you don't have a car yeah so. essentially like people will just think hey like can he not afford okay. fuel or like what's going on like people talk it's it's a uh, interesting mentality okay yeah. because my, my my usual thinking sometimes is you know when uh, mm. Uh, particularly if uh, you live in a smaller environment right, and right. live in a little yeah. village, so people that take the car to just bring their kids to right, kindergarten, right. and right. maybe it's just one minute walk. Yeah, you say yeah. like, "Come on, yeah, just, like, why, why do you need to pollute yeah, the yeah, world?" It's, yeah. So it's a kind of an. It's it's system. it's really it's funny. It's it's like here here uh, I would rather take the bus uh, because the traffic is insane. Oh, yeah. Like the traffic is insane, and it's so much cheaper to use public transport. So for me the, the I, it's a no brain I would mm-hmm. not even think about using public transport. Yeah. So yeah, it was refreshing. I liked it. And um uh, so then so that that was the f- first impression. So then yeah. n- tell me also the the first uh days or weeks when uh, you you it, effectively it, came to it, live it, in it, it was, like, uh, was uh, it? initially it was a bit challenging uh of course like m- just leaving what you know and and actually before i came uh, a really short time before i came uh i was burgled uh like i wasn't home uh but all my uh, music and and like all my music equipment and uh everything that i'd been like i was i was working on on some music on an album and what mm-hmm. so everything including my backups like everything was stolen uh, while i was out playing badminton <laughs> Mm-hmm. So when I got home at night, I don't know, maybe 10 10 10:30 10, p.m. Here in Slovakia? No, in ah, in, in Kenya, Kenya. yeah. Okay. I I suddenly uh realized that my door had like a large crack in it. So uh the only thing they didn't steal was my flight ticket. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> like destiny I had to <laughs> Yeah, that I was I don't have anything it, more it, really, it, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, so Uh yeah um anyway so like this was really like this was a huge challenge for me it really mm-hmm. like broke me down uh because I had some gigs already planned at home which I had to fulfill because mm-hmm. I'd committed that I'm going to play so my friends helped me out with some music and some equipment and then the uh, the first no the second week that I was in Slovakia like I'd already booked an event here while I was still at home Okay. So I had prepared everything and I lost everything. So mm-hmm. I li- literally like as soon as I came here I had to figure out like I had to get some equipment. I had to get uh like uh some music. I had to set myself up. So so what I remember from like the first couple of weeks was just me trying to uh set myself up so I don't let people down. Yeah. Uh like for that first event. So they can dance. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, so like literally this was all I thought about. uh before anything else then of course uh like looking for a place mm-hmm. uh you know figuring out where to stay uh, and I, i didn't move to bratislava initially mm-hmm. uh moved to jilina mm-hmm. uh my wife is from there and so we actually moved there and stayed with her mom uh and then got married uh and then uh like uh, my wife had already like found the place that we were moving to here but we wanted to like 
redo it like refurnish it mm-hmm. uh revamp it and uh, so uh, while that was going on i would uh, travel from jilina okay. a couple like it's two and a half hours by train and i would come here almost every day mm. and uh, try and go like to language school and uh, at for the Slovak s- yeah yeah for, for yeah that's a whole other, other nice story <laughs> and and then for, like after that i would go uh, like to our apartment now and help the builder like okay. take out all the trash uh, like like fix stuff move stuff around and and you know just basically help mm-hmm. renovating the place and uh, so for a few months uh, that was my job literally i, I would go to language school uh and then uh, go help at home and then uh, take the train back and i was i was traveling like 5 hours every two days or something yeah. it was ridiculous <laughs> so a lot of podcast perhaps uh, yes 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 yeah. yes yeah, i love podcast books uh yeah and uh then after that um uh we moved to uh my wife's uncle pl- uncle's place which is closer to bratislava mm-hmm. uh it's called slatkovichovo and uh it's a easier commute slatkovichovo yeah it's uh it's towards galanta okay uh like the hungarian border and uh, actually guys there speak hungarian and other residents and yeah. slovak and uh, so we lived there for a little while because it was close in nayer bratislava yeah okay. yeah and then uh, and then eventually like moved here as soon as our place was done yeah so but that was better because it was closer hmm Yeah. So uh, and and that's no nice that you started learning slow. Uh, so yes. What, what like, made you doing it, it so so quickly? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't. Like this is this is the interesting part. <laughs> uh, what happened was uh, we booked this uh, language school course, uh, but obviously I don't. I didn't know any Slovak mm-hmm. at all. So it was supposed to be a beginners uh, okay. class, but <laughs> for some reason. They put me together with Slavic speakers from Ukraine, uh, Bulgaria, and and uh, which other country was there? Ukraine, Bulgaria, was it uh, Croatia or Serbia? Okay. Uh, so in in the class, and uh, that was the first thing. And the second thing was that I ended up starting later, like almost two months after everyone yeah. else, because my return here was kind of delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. By the time I came, like the the rest of the class was way ahead of me because uh, they they were already Slavic speakers, so their only issue was uh, the grammar, but the, the pronunciation. I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah, but they understood so them. They understood everything. Yeah, to, to uh, and so the teacher would just speak in Slovak. Mm. I didn't understand anything, and it was so like it was super stressful. Mm. Uh, I I didn't know how stressful it could be. Uh, trying to learn like when everyone else like leaves you way behind yeah. and you have no idea what's going on so i i didn't learn much i learned patience i didn't learn much slovak uh so it, it was way too much so i decided okay i'm just going to get a job mm. and then uh i'll figure out the slovak later uh yeah so that's what happened cool but but what what, what how many languages do you speak now oh uh, many uh so Kenya has uh, 43 to 44 tribes. Okay. Uh, now uh, where I come from, we have uh, a regional dominant tribe mm-hmm. uh, called the Luo. So I speak that language. 
Kenya has two official languages, English and Swahili. Okay. So I speak both of those. And then uh, because of my uh, family uh, history, you could say, uh, where where my, my grandparents are from. My grandparents are from India. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they were brought, okay, at least the Kenyan ones, that's what I know about. They were brought by the British from India to Kenya uh, to work like in a cotton ginnery. Okay. In the colonial times. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, because of them, I speak a few Indian languages. Uh, so I speak uh, maybe four and understand maybe uh, six or so of those languages. So, uh, yeah, we speak many. But it's really normal in Kenya to speak a lot of languages. But uh, how they differ between each uh, other? Oh, like they, they they are like really like worlds apart. It's not like that that uh, it's 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 not like uh, Czech and Slovak. Yeah. No, these are because uh, we have tribes in Kenya, and and they have really different origins. So like where I come from, the dominant tribe are Nilots. Then you have the Bantu, which is the basis for Swahili, yeah. one of the base languages. Uh, and these are like the dominant tribes, and we have several, but their languages completely differ. So basically, yeah. you mostly, uh, you, you I mean English and Swahili yeah. are yeah. the main. Yeah, yeah. These are your official languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connection, but yeah. everybody is. A- everyone has. Something that's very yes, different. it really depends where you stay. Like, okay. like if you stay uh, in an area which is dominated by a certain tribe, you would have to learn that language mm-hmm. because you want to integrate as well. Like you don't want to be an outsider, you want to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. And everyone feels more comfortable if you speak their language or at least make an effort to like speak the language. Yeah. This is really important. So uh, what's really surprising like, uh, or might be surprising for you is that at our coast, uh, at the Kenyan coast, a lot of the Kenyans who live there speak Italian fluently. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> because... Uh, uh, there's a large, large population of Italians like connected living. with uh, uh, historical. Uh, it, it could be historical, but mm. I, I think it's more. Uh, it's it's a bit more recent. Uh, a lot of uh, I would say Italian retirees tend to like move to Kenya uh, and and like get property or houses, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of Italian restaurants okay. and. Uh, Interesting. All the shops so can have, have a pizza like, yeah, 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 it's, it's perfect. It's, it's <laughs> like my favorite restaurant there is called Agnello's, you know. Uh-huh. It's it's amazing. And uh, like uh, you you would get in the supermarkets, you would get stuff which you get in Italy. Mm-hmm. Like over there. And, uh, so and how many yeah. Slovaks are uh, There are actually, I would say there are more Slovaks in Kenya than there are Kenyans in Slovakia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they run uh, quite a few missions. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do good stuff. Like there is, uh, I, I think there are some faith-based organizations, but mm-hmm. there are also some non-faith-based where they're really helping. I have some friends who are involved. Uh, my wife was involved with some of them, and they really like they're trying to do good stuff. They're trying to help people in the north where it's really arid. There's not mm-hmm. enough food mm-hmm. uh, and water, and they they really like uh, attempt to help. Okay. So like, I think we're thankful like for the assistance. And the knowledge of Slovakia such from your peers? Oh, no. Literally everyone. I'm going to live in Slovakia. Literally everyone, including my family, they know Czechoslovakia. Ah, okay. Yeah. 
until now like like they would tell me hey uh, Czechoslovakia are you in Czechoslovakia I'm like no it's it's not it's not Czechoslovakia so they don't really uh, know that much it's it's not so much general knowledge mm-hmm. unless you know somebody here yeah. or but it's improving like every day it improves like the more people uh, interact the more they know but mm, there hasn't been any direct uh, impact I would say you know mm-hmm. between the two countries so uh, it's not that well known recently the Slovak president went to Kenya mm-hmm. and I'm sure that really made a difference because it was in the news and and he met the Kenyan president mm-hmm. and so on so so that must have like increased awareness yeah good I mean mm-hmm. the, the differences were in dimension I think Kenya has 50 plus million ah uh, we we are yeah uh, we, we have like people, a heavy like heavy population. yeah I think we are pretty close to Italy probably mm-hmm. population wise like mm-hmm. it's really really huge yeah um, so from here big difference yeah. and how do you deal now with the life in Slovakia right so oh, you know, uh, it, I guess climate and food is um, kind of a different I, I, I love the food <laughs> I, I, I always uh, like I'm a big foodie okay. so here uh, food is like my favorite thing um, climate not so much especially obviously in the colder months mm-hmm. uh, it was really different for me my first winter was my worst winter uh, and it was in Jilina which is way colder yeah. than Bratislava and uh, I remember just one one day it was minus 19 degrees or minus 19 or minus 21 okay. and and I was just like hey like let me just go see what it feels like as the dumbest decision I made in my life because i was sick for almost two weeks after that like uh, like like just because of being out, like no 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 like with the jacket and everything but just the wind buffeting my face yeah, yeah. and you know like playing in the snow mm-hmm. uh and uh, then felt the impact later like like it hit me uh, like a day later mm. oh yeah i was i was really not ready for it my but since then uh We have like milder winters, I think. We've had mm-hmm. not really crazy winters. I've been in Bratislava most of the time. So I'm pretty okay now. Mm. Now I, I'm, I'm pretty acclimatized. But uh, I will tell you one thing. Uh, you see, like now the sun is shining outside. Yeah. And this really messes with my head. Because at home, uh, as soon as I see the sun shining, I just put on shorts, slippers, a t-shirt, and I'm out. Yeah. yeah. And, and here I have to like really... Physically, sometimes stop myself from like if I'm to take out the trash or take the dog out in the morning, and I just see the sun shining and I walk out. Yeah, and and uh, then it hits me <laughs> because the sun shines in winter as well. Four degrees. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <of course. laughs> so. Yeah, so that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, also for the I remember like uh, for, still from from Africa, Maggie yeah. came yeah. to yeah, yeah, to yeah. The, the the podcast, right. and she said, you know, even summers are. Let's say a bit warmer yeah. uh, in Slovakia, yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. you feel much more the heat. Yeah, yeah. It's for some reason. It's it's like really. Uh, I don't know if it's it's it's. It, I wouldn't say it's dry. Maybe more humid. I'm not so sure. But like you feel like you're boiling over here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, some summers are really ridiculous. Right now the weather is. I hope it will get warmer, but it's pretty mm. okay now. Like uh, I'm okay with this kind of weather. <laughs> Uh, when it's hot, sometimes it's way too hot. Mm. Like really, the pavements melt, uh, or the asphalt. I've I've seen it melting in summer over here, which is pretty crazy. 
like it's that hot yeah, under the yeah. the continuous rays and exactly so, so yeah uh, interesting yeah so the so while fighting for the climate what about the uh you know life in general like being in the in the city oh, well, no. what are the, the things you spotted immediately like uh, as a, uh, yeah this is a different environment oh, or is the I, same th- thing that's no no i oh there's so much stuff but i will start with what i was mentioning before yeah. uh the public transport yeah. because back home we don't have we have public transport but it doesn't belong to the government okay. it's private public it's like we have minivans uh mm-hmm. and and also larger buses but like usually minivans which ferry people from like one stop to another and uh like you pay to use them but uh they are generally like really hectic mm. uh it's a huge hassle they they overload them because uh, they want to make as much money as possible yeah. and uh they will stop like anywhere along the road it doesn't have to stop at like they try and make them stop at designated areas so they're not really very safe uh and it's not a very comfortable ride to be honest like you're packed in like sardines and here uh public transport it's a different world i pay i don't know like what uh, i think it's 72 or 73 euros for like 3 months yeah uh and uh, i can use any bus or tram within the city at any time whenever go wherever i feel like and uh it's it's really it's it's such a huge difference like it's so convenient i can go anywhere at any time uh, when the buses and trams are running and and not worry about a thing like uh, of course they get busy there's a lot of people sometimes but it's not uh it's not crazy you're not worried that you'll get pickpocketed or or you know end up in some kind of well there sometimes oh, there are accidents it, it, but like you're not really stressed all the time it's mm-hmm. quite comfortable yeah and and i think it's cost effective so i like it so this was the first like major major difference for mm-hmm. me um uh second thing is uh, the difference in in uh, noise levels mm-hmm. it's very quiet here okay uh, uh it's not like uh, mm-hmm. back home it's very lively it's energetic uh, it pulls you in there's a lot of uh, bustle like people are are selling stuff all over the streets uh the the cars are loud and going past and people are yelling and you know there's life happening okay. everywhere uh and and uh, it's it's exciting and it's entertaining uh and but it's very loud it's really loud like you can you can feel the difference like you kind of have to speak up above the din whereas here generally most of the places you go to are are pretty chill pretty quiet people are relaxed like the, uh, the whole market atmosphere is not present unless mm-hmm. you go to a market whereas there uh, it's like pretty much everywhere you go it's pretty loud and dusty and vibrant and you know you just see life happening right in front of your eyes so it's exciting i like it i i kind of miss that sometimes uh the noise yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah it's true like sometimes i miss it but uh i also like this i like this because you can you can be more calm mm. yeah and people walk really fast here <laughs> okay like compared to back home we walk at a very relaxed pace uh you think i mean is it um i, I don't know different just point of view or then you are right yeah, later I, I, how, how I, 
I mean, I I don't like being late to anything. Uh, but I guess like some people do. I know some people here who are late to everything. But I don't know. Just generally, I've noticed like people here tend to walk really quickly, and I have no idea why. Really, no clue uh, why. Like maybe guys just want to you know get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you arrive and no then idea. you wait. Yeah, really. <laughs> like I, I have no person. idea because guys. Uh, I don't know. Maybe people are more impatient. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> But yeah, with us, when you're taking, like, you're walking somewhere, what you're usually like at a more relaxed pace. You could be in a hurry, but you're not. Uh, here, it's like watching the speed walking. Yeah, <laughs> like guys. It's <laughs> an interesting observation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, th- this is something I noticed as well. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, there's not a lot of cooking on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, like back home, every few meters, uh, there is either like fried chicken, roast chicken, you mm-hmm. know, uh, goat or fish. Like there is food like everywhere. Every few every few minutes, somebody's making chips, you know, or something just by the side of the road, uh, which you don't really see here. And it's just like a little, uh, you know, charcoal stove, uh, usually just by the side of the road, and uh, and uh, usually a lady. Sitting there, you know, with her chicken or fish mm-hmm. or meat or whatever, and and wrapping it in newspaper. So so you buy it. like we grew up just eating everything from newspaper, mm-hmm. like old newspapers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to put like a lot of chili sauce on my on my fries because I didn't want to share. <laughs> I didn't want to share them with only anyone. you. Only you could stand. Yeah, them. so that was my trick. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't see that, and sometimes like you, you get like a craving, like because I miss this, I miss this also. Uh, and people are quite strict here with time, uh, in the sense that like shops, uh, like if they're going to close at five, they close at five. Like yeah. it's it's like really, it's a good thing. Uh, but at home, sometimes you can kind of get away with like you know, if a restaurant is closing at nine. Mm. And and you get there at nine, they will still like accommodate you and come. Yeah, 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 yeah. So which you, you will not see generally here. Do you also find the customer service different? I, oh I yeah, had this conversation. Oh, it's really every single yes, guest. Yes, like yes, yes. I don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, I I don't know how to explain it because uh, uh, back home, like. The treatment of the customer. I had many issues with this mm. when I came here, because uh, I would get frustrated uh, when we go out to eat or drink or anything, and I would get really frustrated because uh, uh, it's like you don't matter as a customer. Like mm. they just ignore you, and you would wait for twenty minutes okay. for service. Uh, yeah. And and whereas back home, uh, wait staff are kind of trained to to pull you in. They're they're like you know really nice. Come in, like we'll take care of you. Like they're with you every step of the way. Like, uh, what do you need? Uh, what do you, yeah, like really, really, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like uh, okay, so uh, you will give a tip, but you will feel like the 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 wait staff have earned the tip. Yeah. Like it's really worth it. Whereas here, I know people give a tip, but uh, many people that I've been with. Like they will leave a tip, but they're never happy or with the service. Mm. I can kind of understand because uh, I, I don't think like they're earning that much, but uh, I don't know if that's the reason why. There's a huge difference in service. Should I never ever asked. 
yeah. uh, waiter. Yeah. How much is the percentage of teeth yeah. con- connected with their Yeah, I, I wonder. Uh, that would be a nice question yeah. to ask, maybe. But even time. even if you go to, uh, and and this, the one thing I really do have a problem with is when you go to government services, mm-hmm. and uh, or even the post office, mm. uh, government offices, and uh, they they just like kind of uh, uh, ignore you <laughs> or. They just discard you, like, yes. uh, like uh, okay. they're not really concerned, uh, which is really different. Like, especially like in Kenya, if you're paying for something, uh, usually you will have an opinion if somebody doesn't take it as seriously as you expect them to. Like, like uh, people are they would they would tell off like mm. uh, like a government employee or or somebody in the, in in uh, customer service business. Like hey, like I'm I'm paying for this. Like I expect some level of service. Uh, healthcare is definitely better, like and and cheaper than back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the attitude, uh, like it's different. Mm-hmm. I I don't say that it's it's worse or whatever, but it's different. <laughs> yeah. And uh, did you, but you you were working as well in Kenya, right? So yes, yes, yes. The work environment yeah. is it also? Uh, it's it's. Uh, I I was lucky because I was doing like everything. Every job that I did was something that I really liked. So uh, it's competitive. It's really competitive. Like you have to be good uh, or deliver, you know, some mm-hmm. kind of results, but. Uh, Maybe because I was back home, mm. like it just felt so much nicer. Mm. And also, like I said, doing stuff that I like because I was working in a hotel, uh, a, a resort, um, and it's it's just DJ? beautiful. Yeah, as a DJ. Uh, yeah, no, 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 not not, not just as a DJ. I started as a bar staff, mm-hmm. like a, a waiter, come bartender, mm-hmm. and then uh, like when I left, I was the manager. Or like I was overlooking the whole, like we had some rooms. It's not huge. We had 20 rooms and a bar, restaurant, and a huge campsite where a lot of guys who were going to Masai Mara and so on would come and camp in these big trucks and then like move on because we were on the way. Uh, but it's also like, it's, a re- it's really beautiful because you're by the lake. You have all this natural beauty. Like I could just wake up and, and go boating or go fishing. I love fishing. Mm-hmm. So I would go fishing every day. I would just take the boat out every day or or whatever. Like it's just really nice. So it's a, a demanding job, but it's really fulfilling as well. So I did that in the city. I worked like for uh, like a, uh, what we call a small, medium-sized enterprise, uh, and uh, it was pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because you're around. Friends, it makes a difference, and uh, I could do like my music as well as uh, my work. Mm-hmm. Like there was a clear delineation, you know, between the two, which uh, it's is a bit more difficult to achieve here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so now you 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 work here, but are you still also doing a DJ? Yes. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, uh, I I kind of like after I got here uh, until we moved to Bratislava I didn't do like any uh, 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 apart from like the first one mm-hmm. or two gigs 
I didn't do anything. And then uh, after moving here, um, I started looking for opportunities. And I was actually really lucky because I met uh, like uh, through my wife, mm-hmm. uh, who was already working at IBM, a uh, couple of Italians uh, called uh, one Roberto and one is called Davide yeah, yeah. or is sorry, uh, and uh, they they no longer work for IBM. So they were organizing events. Yeah, yeah, they had, yeah, they had, the, yeah, they had a company, and I played for them, and they liked it, and and so we were doing really great, like really nice events. And then through that, I started getting bookings, uh, like from those events. So, so like, I'm like really for thankful. private parties, yeah, or yeah, yeah. For like clubs, like so like. Clubs uh, so we so used on. to uh, we used to do this party at a particular club, mm-hmm. and uh, so the club uh, owners they liked the way I played, mm-hmm. so they started giving me events, and then uh, other people would come and hear, or you know, just by chance. And and I was really being aggressive in the sense that I would approach everyone. Yeah. Uh, that I could, so I just approach people and and uh, show them what I can do, mm-hmm. and of course not everyone listens, but like one in every twenty people would give you an opportunity, mm-hmm. and so I would take these opportunities, and uh, it started to go really good, and uh, I can say like now I'm I'm not as busy as I would like to be, but I'm pretty busy like with the with the music, especially in the city, uh, I play most weekends. Uh, and I'm working on uh, now going back to my my initial passion, which was also like recording mm-hmm. uh, songs and so recording your, your music. Own, your yeah, own yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have like uh, I have uh, uh, my album on Spotify, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a bootleg album. I don't know who uploaded it to Spotify. Uh, so it's it's just a collection of my songs that I released while I was mm-hmm. in Kenya. Uh, and I have some videos on YouTube, and so I'm getting back onto this uh, and and trying to make time for for because I really like this, mm-hmm. I really love this, so I'm really trying to make time for nice. this. Yeah, uh, just one more thing I want to mention because uh, I, if somebody is listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm uh, a turntablist, so I use turntables uh, to 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 create music from music that's already there and I'm looking for someone else who is also into turntablism in Bratislava because I haven't been able to find anyone and so this is one thing that well, I'm what, missing what? tell me more uh, it, about it's, turntables. Uh, turntablism so uh, basically it's playing music from turntables which like uh, DJs do mm-hmm. yeah uh, but using the vinyl records uh, with the sounds on them to to create new sounds. So okay. most people know it as scratching, but uh, you know, it's not like, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this is most people's uh, perception of it, but it's quite technical, and you can do really cool stuff, uh, and uh, you can create lots of really nice stuff uh, through this. And uh, so this is it's 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 not something you would do in the club, but it's like you know a passion project kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm looking for somebody like. Who shares a similar interest? Because uh, I would like to. It's always better to work off uh, of somebody else who uh, kind of challenges you and pushes yeah. you. You know, uh, because like this, I haven't touched my turntables in I don't know two months. I haven't. I haven't even touched them. So I need somebody. Yeah. Challenge. Uh, yeah. Which like which I really I had at home. Together. Yeah. Because then, because when you hear somebody else and and you're like holy like how did you 
if you can do that i need to practice i need yeah. i need to improve my skills because you will leave me behind so mm-hmm. so you keep challenging each other hey can you do this can you do this you know and uh, yeah so i'm i'm kind of looking okay. for something like this yeah okay somebody knows yeah. share this episode <laughs> yeah that would be good <laughs> And yeah. so but maybe I can also put some links on uh, yeah. uh, whatever you do. So yeah. now now yeah. what what kind of music you you play anything? Uh any yeah yeah in in uh, well uh, at the clubs just like what what's played at the clubs uh uh top you know top 40 mm-hmm. uh same like uh, like what's popular the hip hop latino but what I do is I spice like I add some afrobeat. Uh afrobeat has become really popular here mm-hmm. so but i have like a few tricks up my sleeve because i've been playing music for a long time so i have like a really vast knowledge of what are the right yeah, the so, right yeah, hits yeah, for the right yeah, moment and right? yeah so and so i have some tricks up my sleeve mm-hmm. which uh, like i unleash when the moment is right you know mm-hmm. so yeah i have some extra extra tricks but uh, generally in the clubs it's uh, it's you're playing for the people so mm. at that moment you're a servant of the people so you have to do what they want and uh this is really one of the things that i really enjoy and yeah. are you are the dj now getting a bit yeah. uh, challenged by this new yeah uh, online uh, oh, like, yes. you know spotify ah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yes. just vote for the yes, song yes, and yes. It goes alone and what yeah yeah what uh, what's actually the way it's affecting us That's a really great question. Like the way in my in my opinion the way it affects DJs mm-hmm. is before uh like like the people or or the audience would kind of trust the DJ to to play what's right mm-hmm. or 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 you know uh take you in a direction and and you would kind of trust them to do their job. But now uh uh with all these online services uh, everyone knows what they want to hear. Mm. Uh, and usually it's the same music generally that most people are listening to yeah. so uh, uh, as a dj if you throw in something like what we call like a curveball some something that's unexpected uh, instead of like in the past people would kind of appreciate it because you're showing them something new or educating them now they would be like uh, you made a mistake yeah. or you messed up like why why did you do this so so it's in a way it's affecting uh i would say the general uh population's uh musical education because then everyone's kind of listening to the same stuff is and the, the top mm, hit yeah 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 exactly first 100 songs yeah, and yeah. and and people will come up to me and why can't you play it off spotify like they would request a song and yeah, sometimes yeah. i'm i don't have it or i don't know play it why don't you play it off spotify or mm. why don't you and uh i i i want to say that look if you if it's on spotify or youtube just put on your headphones and listen to it but mm. i never do <laughs> but uh, yeah i would <laughs> i would want to say that <laughs> yeah because like nobody actually trusts you to do your job mm. now uh they want to hear it and they want to hear it now 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 like right now if you don't play it now then i'm leaving or or like You know, something like there are yeah. two kind of DJs. So yeah. you, who is just there because has some equipment, just right, plays right, right, whatever the right. people want. Yeah. But also there are you know, folks that are a bit more yeah. into it, right? right, right. And they know they prepare the yeah, whole yeah, night. Yeah, 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 they yeah, know yeah. when yeah. it comes, they monitor. Yeah. And also I mean a lot the hardest part is actually to 
match the the tempos, right? Act- actually, now now it's like the that. easiest part. Now it's easiest okay. because now it's the easiest because you have like the digital algorithms. It does it for you. Okay. So like literally, this is the easiest part, and it's I, I, in a way it's good because I know how much it cost me like to buy the equipment and to get into DJing, and it, it was really expensive mm-hmm. and and it was difficult to to get this stuff. So now I I like that the entry level the bar is set low. Mm-hmm. I like this because more people have a chance to experience and try, and uh, through this you can get some really great performance. So I think that's good. Uh, but what's happening is because everyone thinks they can do it, everyone thinks they can do it. So uh, I like to challenge people in mm-hmm. that sense. So so when I play. I always make sure that I, I have a little something extra because you want to, mm. you want to show that a machine cannot do what you can do. Because if you play the same as a YouTube or Spotify playlist, then why are they paying you? Yeah. What's the point? So yeah. so you so it it's a challenge on you. You have to show uh, that uh, I am worth this. Like I can do something because. Uh, I can play for any age demographic, mm-hmm. and uh, I know, like, uh, I, I play for like youngsters. But uh, if I if I see a couple of old people in the club or older people, I know what I'll play for them and make them go crazy, or or I know like which direction I'll do. So there is some extra that I can do, and there are some tricks I can like perform. I do some scratches. Mm-hmm. I do I do some some tricks here and there to spice it up, because uh, otherwise. Just get yeah. a like get a ox cable, connect yeah, connected and and uh, knock yourself out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how different is the night yeah. life in uh, Kenya? Oh with man, the right? so, I uh, mean, also the music. Uh, music is preference. Uh, you you would be surprised. Like there's a lot of similarities in music. Like in in the bigger clubs, like in the you know general mainstream, uh, but I would start with your first question, like nightlife. Like here, people uh, like uh, there is a huge nightlife scene. Mm-hmm. People go out to the clubs and so on, uh, but it's not really crazy. Mm-hmm. Like here, the definition of crazy is getting blackout drunk. Okay. Whereas uh, at home, like people dance like crazy. Like when you walk into a club, you just the humidity hits you. Like really, like people are, are sweating, and you just feel like this is. It's it's like uh, some kind of animal emotion, you know. Mm-hmm. You feel like okay, I'm I'm in like some kind of uh, really uh, a place that kind of takes you back, you know, to to like the beginnings of music where everyone is just dancing and going yeah. crazy and having a great time and and uh, of course people are drinking and so on. But like the dance floor is where the action is. Mm-hmm. It's like really insane. Whereas here, like people will dance on the dance floor and so on, but. I don't know if like they don't want to let go completely. Okay. Like they control themselves on the floor more, but it's more it's more sedate mm-hmm. than than back home. Like there are people like when you're dancing, you're dancing and you're having a great time. Like uh, it's 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 different on that level. You you can see the difference in intensity. You okay. you can feel it. Um, uh, having said that, people here. Uh, are I like that people here are more receptive to different types of music. Mm-hmm. 
Because in Kenya we have dominant uh, music, so we have like uh, uh, music from Jamaica, like reggae, dancehall music is really huge. Mm-hmm. African music is really huge, uh, and then we have hip hop and R and B is really huge, and some reggaeton, Latino. Mm-hmm. But um, if you would try to introduce maybe something a bit different uh, in in the club, unless you do it really really well, like like uh, it it would it could mess up your whole night. Whereas here. Uh, people are a bit more receptive to something different. Like th- there is some kind of curiosity and and interest in mm-hmm. in something that's a bit different, uh, which I would say is is like a plus on this side. Okay. Uh, people are more willing to listen to something else. Uh, but uh, the top forty mainstream music, you would be surprised. Like uh, it's it's almost the same the whole world over, except for like. Now we play more of a certain type of music, or we have we have some African music, uh, which uh, doesn't translate, you know, to other mm-hmm. areas or whatever. Which which we will play there, and also it really depends on the the place that you're playing. Mm-hmm. But if it's the big clubs, the big clubs, uh, you could pick a DJ from from a big club in Kenya and put him in a big club here, and vice versa, and uh, they would kill the night. Yeah, okay. and it it would be like fine. So in that sense, uh, globalization has really. So the world of music gets yeah understand this. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. I like it. I like it. It helped me as well. Mm. It helped me to like get into the scene because uh, I could play like what is hot here as well Mm -hmm. because I was playing it back home. Are there also songs because, for example, typical of Slovakia, there are not only the wedding songs but also some uh, several popular. Groups, yeah. right? That they're almost unknown yeah. anywhere else, right? Yeah, but they're really famous only in Slovakia, right? So you go uh-huh. and, and I don't know, the, like in Kenya. Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure, uh, for sure. We have huge artists, like uh, we have uh, like bands. Like if you would speak to any Kenyan or East African, for example, mm-hmm. they 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 know. These people and they love the music they and they would go sing crazy. In Swahili or yeah, yeah, Swahili. Uh, we have those that sing in Swahili. We have those that sing in a more like different language, like their own regional okay. language. Like okay. where I come from, uh, there there are some songs which, like, if I played it, it would make people go crazy. Mm. But if I played it in maybe another city with a lower population of people from my city. Yeah. It would not work at all. Okay. So it's it's uh, it's quite normal. Yeah. It's uh, th- there is this wh- what I would call the devolution of of musical uh, tastes, for sure. And connected with the words, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like what you say yeah. makes sense as well. Yeah. If, even hear. even the style of music, like different regions, they they like different styles yeah. completely. Like some some people like a really fast tempo or guitar driven music. And and some regions uh, prefer like a drum-driven music, and and uh, but the thing is, then you have like the glue, like like the the really popular music which everyone likes. Mm-hmm. So this kind of uh, keeps everyone together. And then if you throw in some of the regional stuff, you would just attract people from that particular area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting because it's so diverse. Uh, the experience of playing there, because I would play. Uh, Indian weddings, I would play like uh, African weddings, Christian weddings, Muslim weddings, uh, Arab uh, mm-hmm. weddings, or, or <laughs> Somali weddings, uh, and and uh, white people weddings, 
and uh, and events and and at everyone I would play something completely different mm-hmm. and then I would play like for uh, some corporates because corporates have stuff from every region and every region like they want to hear their song mm. and I became an expert at the music from like literally every area of Kenya mm-hmm. like I had to become an expert because I had to know okay we're going to have uh, maybe the CEO is from this region and and the CFO is from this region and, and so yeah, yeah I need to play yeah I need to play for yeah everyone so it's really interesting like I had like a crash course and I was very lucky because the people who taught me uh I learned in I was I was playing in some like shady mm-hmm. like uh, clubs when when I was starting but it really helped my musical education did you also yeah. play in different cities in Slovakia as well uh well i i played in in bratislava jilina mm-hmm. uh, played in ilava ilava i think mm-hmm. uh novozamki um i'm trying to think no i, I would say uh, that that's it mm-hmm. yeah that's it yeah uh mostly in bratislava oh, yeah 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 cool. and um How is your relationship with the uh, the native Slovaks? Right. So oh, it's it's. Uh, I I would say like if if you drink then then you're fine with everyone <laughs> in Slovakia. <laughs> as as long as you can take a shot of Slivovica, you're okay. good with everyone. No, I'm 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 good. I I'm forcing myself to interact, like to integrate and to interact mm-hmm. because I'm living here. Like it's I'm not just here for. A short duration. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not here for a work contract. This is my home. Yeah. So to to make it your home, you have to uh, force yourself to integrate and get out of like your comfort zone. And and I I so I really encourage uh, like Slovaks to just speak Slovak around me, and then I try and join in the conversation. And uh, I have my Slovak mm-hmm. friends. So I think the only person who doesn't speak to me in Slovak is my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone else does. So your wife is mostly English, right? Yeah, she's. We we have an agreement. Like we agree. Okay, you will speak to. I tell her you speak to me in Slovak, so at least I can start. I can comprehend and improve my comprehension. And she will say yes, and she will tell me maybe two sentences in Slovak, and, and then it, we're, yeah, back, you know. we're back. We're <laughs> back in English. I mean, when you start with <laughs> one way, that's, that's yeah, 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 yeah. So. So we 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 don't have an an argument, but I'm always like, hey, you know, you're you you need to speak to me in Slovak, and she's like, you need to speak to me in Swahili, and then we end up speaking in English. Yeah, of <laughs> so, yeah. Now it's hard yeah. with, um, you know, I I found out it was easier in during Erasmus student time where yeah? you you had time to talk about whatever, right? Ah. Uh, now, you know. Learning a language just with your peers and friends requires a lot of patience from yes. their side. Yes, and you know it has a price. This patience, yes, yes. Right? Because when you try and respond in in Slovak, you're like, uh, uh, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and they, I can understand their frustration. It's like, come on, like let's finish this conversation. No, it's true. And and uh, so during Erasmus, were you learning or like studying Slovak? No, 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 no. I, my experience was in France. Right? Ah. But I didn't speak French, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But when I was there, yeah. uh, after one month, I mean, I'm Italian, yeah. so the, yeah. but the bases are yeah, very yeah. similar. But yeah. 
I, I started fluently speaking. Really? It was just more of by osmosis talking every uh, day, uh, spending hours talking about but whatever. The, the but the French will speak to you in French. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they, they will not speak to you in English. Mm, they had no idea about <laughs> yeah. English. You yeah, know, many so. of them. So. <laughs> That was mostly friends okay. only. That was the only option. But but it 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 helped you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that you could only speak that language. Yeah. Um, and in all the time yeah. of the day, right? Yeah. From the school yeah. Yeah. to so that lesson, like right, a couple right. of lesson in French, right. to speaking with uh, friends in the evening or yeah. during dinner and so on. Yeah. You could, you know, see the variety of the language and uh, listen a lot because everybody was speaking yes, French yes, to yes, each yes. other. So at the beginning you were like, I yeah. have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> at one point you you start sinking in, right? <laughs> and then you get it. But I yeah. tried with Slovak as well, right? Yeah. That, that was my uh-huh. um, impression. I'd be like, okay, if it's, it works so easily yeah. with friends, that yeah. after six months of, yeah. of, of Erasmus, yeah. I, I, I'm fluent in French, wow. friends, right? So it should work also for Slovak, right? So I came to Slovakia. <laughs> No way! I waited a long time, and it didn't. Wow. It didn't come through, right? It's Even if I was trying, uh, mm. I wasn't trying perhaps mm-hmm. equally, right? right because right, right. with my wife, right, 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 right. But at the same time, the basis of the language are so different. Y- yeah, that I yeah. started open up after I had a course in the university. So wow. I went to the university. I did like uh. Uh, three semesters, I think. Yeah, where we went through the um, you know the basic grammar and uh-huh. so on. Okay, and okay. after that. Yeah. I started understanding much more. Wow. Not speaking. Yeah. I'm not a great speaker yeah. yet, right? Yeah. Hopefully I will be one day. I still trust I, that. I hope so. Uh-huh. But the the understanding changed much more yeah. after the course. Yeah. Okay, wow. Something okay. like that. Uh, you you started having the basis to to, yeah. to build on yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's a good feeling like when when f- that one day when somebody says something and yeah. you're like, "Hey, I completely understood." Yeah. Like it's a really great feeling. Wow. Okay. Because uh, uh, I I beat myself up about it, like mentally, that I need to really force myself. But this is it is not an easy language. Mm. Like it's not a straightforward language. Mm. I remember from from the language class. Not the even only for thing. you to speak yeah. billions of them. Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing. Like from language class, what I remember, the one thing that I learned from language mm-hmm. class was. Uh, they would say uh, okay so this is the rule yeah. and and i would get excited okay if there's a rule i can remember the rule and then they would be like but there is always an exception to the rule of course. and then so like literally every rule has an exception to it and that's where like it was just like okay i can't i can't i can't keep up i can't do this but uh, uh i'm actually planning like my intention is uh, in 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 a couple of months Uh, to try one of like the more intensive yeah. courses, of course, like yeah. like I, I want to because uh, I think like I've been here almost three years and and I think okay, it's time it's time to and and what makes it worse I don't know if you've noticed this mm-hmm. but since I came, it's like I said it's been only three years but already I feel like more people are speaking English now than since when I came here. Mm. And and they're more willing to speak to so you in English. It's getting harder and harder. Yes, to find yes, the yes, yes, yes. But and your uh, your in-laws are. Ah, uh, so so uh, my my them? my mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, she speaks uh, Slovak and does not speak English. So initially, I, I was staying with her, and we would speak Slovak, and she really helped me mm-hmm. like improve, and it was going so good. And then I moved to Bratislava, and she started learning some English words. Oh. 
Really? And now, now when she speaks to me, before she would speak to me directly. And now she will speak to my wife. Okay. Uh, like if she wants to ask about something, she will ask my wife, like, does Ned want this? And, mm. and my wife's like, he's standing there, just ask him. And she's like, I don't know if he'll understand. And I'm like, literally, I'm standing here. You used to speak to me only in Slovak. And she will try and tell me like the English word, like watch or phone yeah, or yeah. time. And I'm like, no, go back to go, <laughs> go back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, really. Because uh, like, I really appreciate that yeah. she's making the effort. But I want to, I want to know the language. And to be honest, uh, like, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like, like as a foreigner, if you can speak the language to a, a intermediate level let's say mm-hmm. uh you would have more opportunities mm-hmm. like you you would not be stuck working just for like corporates only like like you could do other stuff as well mm-hmm. uh which uh, you cannot do now because you cannot or i cannot because i cannot speak the language and i it it it's uh, limiting my dj work as well yeah because when i approach people with english and so on sometimes they may they're not so willing to respond or or uh, they they're just more comfortable speaking in their language and and it and i feel kind of bad because uh, i'm somehow forcing you to speak in my language mm-hmm. and uh, you don't really want to and 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 uh, then what happens is like the relationship kind of fizzles out so i feel like it will improve like m- like my my career as well i mean yeah. i'm i'm used so much so mm. to have whatever language Yeah. Uh, during my days that yeah. it, it never bothers to use either one of those. Yeah. Right? But it's true that for some folks that they don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. English might also be a blockage, right? That yeah, yeah. Feel, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's how, how do you speak like with your in-laws then? Uh Slovak. Yeah? Yeah. So wow, you're you're then way more but, advanced than I am. Yeah. But it's um mm. you can yet uh, even yeah. if um i get mostly full understanding right. when they speak yeah. right when i want to have a conversation about whatever uh-huh. deep yeah. argument yeah, right, yeah. that sometimes yeah. you would like yes, yes, right, yes. this is how i really yeah. think yeah 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 you, you, cannot... you, you don't pick the right word yeah. or like yeah. okay how can i say that <laughs> and you start very willingly and yeah. then you stop yeah. at one point <laughs> And then you see the interest fade. Yeah, and, and that's the it. conversation. That's it. Gone. Goodbye. Yeah. And it, and yeah, I'm sorry for it. Right. Or yeah. Moments yeah. Uh, you are in the car yeah, with yeah, your yeah. father-in-law. You go yeah, home, yeah. Right. And you start a conversation, right, right, and then right. you would like to build it up, yeah. and then it, maybe silence. This this is such a great observation because this happens to me all the time. Uh, I w- I participated in a DJ competition mm-hmm. a couple of months back or something like that. Uh, and uh, I did really good. Mm-hmm. So they picked me uh, along with a couple of other people. And uh, there may be 12 or 15 DJs. It's a huge company. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all speak Slovak. Okay. So w- one or two speak English. Uh, but the rest speak Slovak. And uh, so uh, I they, like they really want me to be a part of their conversation and their meetings and I want to be a part of it. We would they would start discussing something and I'm following it. I'm following it as much as I can. 
And then when I think I finally got the concept and I want to say something, the conversation is <laughs> moved on you to something time, else. You need time, right? So, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, this, because yeah. you I, I yeah. eliminate all yeah. the possible things yes, that exactly. we are not talking about <laughs> exactly. to get to the right one. Yeah, I know. yeah and... Uh, you are slower. You cannot yeah. jump into the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they moved on and I'm like, oh, like, damn it. Because I want to be involved, mm. but... It's it's really difficult, and this is one of the things that's really driving me. Like I I I want to learn the language. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, good luck for that. I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. it's gonna. You know, it would be it would be wonderful. Like uh, wanna have to make have to make like enough time for this. Like there is no question. Is there any language that is uh, similar? The one that you know that is kind of similar with Slovak or uh, actually, I would say uh, some of the languages I speak not not. A s- similar, sim- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even, even Swahili, because in some senses, you know, Slovak has uh, the words. The words uh, somehow change, mm-hmm. like like the form of the word can 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 change depending on what you want to con- convey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this happened. It's it's happening. Like there are some similarities even with Swahili with some of the Indian languages, mm-hmm. where the the whole form of the word uh, just becomes something else. Uh, depending on what you're trying yeah. to say, and uh, that kind of helps my understanding of the concept, but doesn't really help me to actually be able to do it. Yeah. But I understand the concept; I, I know why it's happening, uh, and uh, so in this sense, yes, there I I have an idea of the concept, but doing it practically, <laughs> it's still it's still a challenge. Yeah, mm. yeah. But uh, language is the great uniter, so yeah. I'm hoping to be able to. What about the yeah. food part? Like you. Oh man, the food is amazing. I mean, you talk about the street food of Kenya, and it's nice. But ah, yeah. take me through your favorite food in Slovakia. Here? Then here, yes. Oh man, here this is a can of worms. I I am a big, huge fan of uh, food over here. Okay. I have. Uh, I would not say that I have like a strict favorite. One of my super favorites is actually there is the 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 soup. I think it's pea soup. Mm-hmm. And they put in these little pearls, you know, like the croutons, mm-hmm. but not quite the round. Oh, I I love that. And then there's there's tomato soup with cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another one of my favorites. Uh, here, uh, then obviously, like I like halushki uh, if it has the bacon on it. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> yeah, um, man. What can I say? They literally everything, especially the roasts. Mm-hmm. Roasts are some of my favorite. Uh, in winter, there is this. Uh, I think it's called Svechkova. Mm-hmm. Svechkova, yeah, with the knedla. Uh, big fan of that, man. I, I, I. There's actually the only one that I'm. I don't dislike, mm-hmm. but I don't mind eating it only once a year. <laughs> is the carp for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because you you might uh, you know lose conscience uh, <laughs> or you it might be very dangerous to, to eat that carp for Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, this only are like bones. Yeah, exactly. Bones. It really and and I'm a big fish eater, like where yeah. I come from. But uh, um, that one, yeah, it's it's a very specific and acquired taste, I would say. Mm. Uh, but I would say like my number one favorite food is. Uh, it's maybe not it's klobasa like mm-hmm. like i'm i'm an addict okay i'm completely addicted to klobasa and and uh, tlachenka mm-hmm. and like these these kind of uh, oh, the oh, oh, oh dude okay. 
I'm, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> like okay. really, these are like my my favorites. Um, but food wise, uh, the only thing that I do like my own improvement is I, I I add chili sauce to almost everything I eat. So you spice it up. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the food is great here. And what would you what do you miss from from Kenya? Is oh, there anything man, you bring uh, to Slovakia yes, when yes. you come? Here? Yes, coffee, tea. Uh, coffee, yes, because we have the best coffee, like no question. Uh, tea, uh, I, br- I bring Kenyan tea, uh, and also uh, one thing that they do not have here is we have a staple food back home called ugali. Ugali is basically a, a cake made from maize flour mm-hmm. and water. That's mm-hmm. it. Like you just boil the water, put in maize flour. Uh, and uh, you know, create some kind of uh, cake with like a cake-like consistency, and you use this as bread or accompaniment to your main meal. So if it's it's uh, meat or beans mm-hmm. or whatever maize and beans, and and uh, this like we all grew up on this. This is this is our daily food, mm-hmm. and and we have this with spinach normally or spinach and eggs so because it's not we, sweet. In no, no, it's, it's not a, sweet. No, it's no, like it's, it's 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 like uh, bread, like yeah, like yeah. savory. Uh, put a little bit of salt if you want, a little bit of cumin or butter if you like. But generally, just this, and it's it's uh, what you use to scoop up, you know, mm-hmm. the food. And uh, so every time my friends uh, come or my sister comes or I go, I have to get get like a couple of bags of that because uh, the, the maize flour, flour yeah, right? just yeah, the maize so. flour, little like two kg uh, bag of ground maize flour because we don't get the same maize here, here. Excuse me. It's usually yellow corn or like sweet corn, mm-hmm. and and uh, the the variety that we get back home or or I guess generally in Africa I don't get it here. And tapioca or cassava, mm-hmm. I really miss that because we usually have roast uh, just on a grill, mm-hmm. uh, roasted cassava, and it's so yummy and and like cheap and really healthy, a really healthy food. Uh, you know, maize and beans. We have like really simple cuisine. But it's really tasty, and also like uh, we eat a lot of goat, mm-hmm. which here I, you hardly see it. A roast goat, like literally just made on the grill by the side of the mm-hmm. road. Uh, same with fish. So these kind of like simple uh, kind of foods, I miss those. Uh, but I cannot complain like food wise because here it's exceeded every expectation mm-hmm. I had. Like like. <laughs> For food, it's it's my favorite, and I'm really lucky because both my mother-in-law and my wife are like mm-hmm. in, incredible cooks, and I'm a horrible cook, so I know like the difference. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> so uh, I I kind of hit the lottery with that, <laughs> with the food okay. question. Yeah, I've put on a lot of weight since I came here, really, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it also depends on. Uh... You know, the, so, sometimes I, I think Slovak cuisine, even yeah. if it's very tasty and right. the tastes are quite strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think that many of these dishes are not for everyday consumption. It's like ah, uh, they are they have way too much, right? Yes, yes, it's I know. Particularly in certain kind of climates, and especially so. like they're good for like for me for winter. It's like perfect, yeah. like heavy and you know fills you up and. You have this Warm vitality, shape. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you are right. Like, uh, if you eat this every day, oh man, you you would become round like in two months. You need to. 
Except if you just work uh, very hard with your yes, body. Yes, yes, really, really. It's we true. are mostly sitting. Yes, right? with this sedentary lifestyle. Even DJs. Yeah, 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 really. You're, you're, you're standing, you're just standing. Yeah. It's uh, like with this with this sedentary lifestyle, like this is one good thing with being in, in Kenya, we're not very big meat eaters. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, people eat meat and stuff and, and now it's much more affordable and it's everywhere. But generally, it's kind of... Uh, most people mm-hmm. will eat spinach or maize and beans or, or, or just beans and you know during the week mm-hmm. or, or, or for your lunch or whatever and maybe you'll have meat once a day or once every two days or three days. Mm-hmm. It's not like all the time. Uh, and here, uh, I think I'm eating more meat than I've ever eaten like ever because mm-hmm. I, I would eat meat a couple of times a day or like a really heavy meal. Yeah, yeah. And it's so convenient to just go like to McDonald's mm-hmm. or or. Like the offers are in- incredible. I couldn't believe the prices. How are the KFC. prices compared oh, to man, it's, between Kenya and Kenya? It's dirt different? cheap. Okay, comparatively, it's dirt cheap over here. Uh-huh. Uh, because, uh, or maybe I'm I'm just basing it on on like maybe the the kind of money I, I expect to spend. Mm-hmm. Because here, if I go and spend uh, like five euros at McDonald's, I'm not really. It's normal. Mm-hmm. For me, whereas back home, like to get a good meal, uh, which fills me up, uh, I could spend uh, like the equivalent of fifty cents, mm-hmm. or, or let's say up to one euro, and and I'm completely like satisfied. Mm-hmm. So so then to go and spend uh, uh, five or six euros in McDonald's doesn't make sense. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because I, I just stop like like I, I yeah on the on the street I can get uh, so like uh, McDonald's is like a luxury yeah 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 it luxury. is it is it really is KFC especially Gosh, yeah okay. because I can get uh, a, a piece of chicken like like one leg or the thigh or whatever like one whole piece of chicken uh, uh, like salt we have our own salsa which we call kachumbari it's mm. onions tomatoes chilies oh. yeah. It's really like common, and and uh, the ugali that I mentioned, this whole thing will cost me one fifty to two euros, mm-hmm. like the whole, and that's it's 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 a lot, it's like a good meal, and that will cost me maximum two euros. Mm-hmm. So if you go and buy uh, like a, a burger and chips for six euros, yeah. uh, it doesn't make sense. Make yeah, sense. yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm thinking of it in this in this way, but it, it's definitely more expensive. There, K, I don't know if McDonald's is actually started there, but KFC is is popular. Nando's, mm-hmm. Nando's is pretty good. Like so I, they're, I don't they're mind coming uh, as well into. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think now now we definitely have McDonald's. So everywhere um, in the world, you can always have. Um, yeah, it's yeah. nice actually to go to the local. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, and actually like. It's it's much tastier, yeah. uh, like you say. It's it's much more interesting. It's tastier, it's healthier, and the stuff doesn't have to do, be taken in one place. Yeah, in another place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really, really. Game. Like like I I was reading up about how strict they yeah. are with their potatoes. Mm. Like the 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 they only come from one exactly place. Yeah, 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 and and literally comes just from one place. Mm. Like all the potatoes, and uh, it's it's ridiculous. Mm. So it's nice to have this variety. And there are places in Kenya, like where where our food is actually grown, mm-hmm. where you could eat for like next to nothing, and I mean literally next to nothing. Like you would be shocked mm-hmm. how cheap it is, like to to get and like the bread baskets mm-hmm. of uh, of Kenya, 
where uh, we and, actually and, grow. And also mm. like one night as a DJ yeah. here compared to one night. I, I made uh, much more in Kenya. Yeah? No question. Like here, here prices are much lower. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's just the market here. Like, like there are tiers. Like right now I'm unknown, so nobody knows me. So I get paid like every unknown. Uh, back home I was much more known. Uh, but still, even like the people who are on on my level here now, back home, they would get more than than uh, okay. the people are getting here. Uh, there is a bit more of uh, emphasis, I would say, uh, on 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 the skill. Like if you have some skills, mm-hmm. uh, like you you would get uh, remunerated uh, better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Uh, like maybe if I cross a certain threshold, then I could make more. Yeah. But uh, what, from what I've seen and what the, all the clubs, all the clubs pay more or less the same okay. to everyone, uh, and it's you cannot really compare it. Like DJs back home are making more money, mm. for sure. At least guys who and are working. And people dance more. Like crazy. it's it's so crazy. Like it's lively. It's like like, like uh, demand and offer. If that. if uh, like where I used to play, it's it's insane. Like it, it was just it it was like a, a crazy carnival yeah. every night. You know. So, a uh, big difference, yeah. Do yeah, you, do you already consider Slovakia your home? Yes. Uh, fortunately and unfortunately. Fortunately, because I, that's what I want. Uh, unfortunately, because I'm kind of getting used to stuff that maybe uh, I should, like, you know, how mm-hmm. how comfortable it is uh, just to get around, to travel, how how easy it is, you know, how how safe it is to walk. Yeah. Like like I would get uh, I would get a bit drunk and walk home at three or four in the morning from the city and and don't not have to think twice about it. Like I'm I'm not worried. I know I will yeah. get home. Like I just no stress at all. So so I kind of get really comfortable and I'm I'm worried that when I will go home, I I will forget. Uh, and like I, I will be as comfortable there as I am here, and mm-hmm. then something will happen to me <laughs> because I, I I've become really yeah. uh, used to this uh, more uh, sedate and more uh, secure environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm worried that I'll go home and you know. I so will, yeah, this is will. here is more secure. I, I uh, yes, uh, especially like uh, it's uh, it's the reality. It's it's not. Uh, it's not like the nicest thing to say because mm-hmm. like it's it's home but uh, yes it's it's uh, more safe here uh and not just like you know getting robbed or anything uh, in that sense but even just you know uh, in, in the traffic car accidents mm-hmm. or uh because everything is more uh, policed over here mm-hmm. uh the 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 departments in charge of like the transport and so on they are really strict mm-hmm. about uh, what goes on and 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 how uh, the roads are being used and is everything working and so on. We can have traffic lights, but they never work, yeah. you know. Uh, so people don't observe traffic rules, which uh, is very different, like uh, from back home. Mm-hmm. So so it's you could be affected in many different ways. Like for example, here there is a standard for. Uh, Restaurants to follow when they're cooking food. Uh, there, you may walk into uh, like a roadside shack mm-hmm. or a really fancy place, and uh, maybe somebody didn't use gloves or didn't boil the water. like so- something happened, and and you could get quite sick. So, 
in this sense you know there yeah. there is a there is a bit more of a carefree attitude back okay. home there are many reasons behind it like it's not just black and white there are many things which affect it but uh, it's like the reality like like uh, so so i can get really used to the the nicer way of things here so you need, need, there, need to be know. less careful here let's say yeah yeah like i'm i'm less concerned go, yeah yeah i'm i'm less concerned like less even concerned. even if i end up like like uh, i don't know petrushalka mm-hmm. i don't know the streets there i i i can end up there, there yeah i get lost i'm not even worried like yeah. i i was buying some dj equipment from a shop in petrushalka mm-hmm. so i got there and then i i uh, was looking for it and i got completely lost but i didn't stress at all mm-hmm. i just checked uh, on my phone uh for the closest bus stop which will get me to where i want to yeah. go and i was fine and and i am somebody who gets lost a lot so uh okay now we have like google maps and mm-hmm. stuff but uh if it were to happen to me at home like i would not be able to find a bus stop like to get me i would have to find the route maybe walk back all the way myself or you know figure something out so Uh, this kind of difference so yes i'm definitely like less concerned uh like about my safety or or like somebody targeting me or something like that mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure it's 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 different in that sense yeah uh i wanted to ask you one mm. question before mm. we close it's uh, you know uh how uh is how net change after is flow experience right what do you oh, think about you what brought uh, to I, you uh, yes there there is a journey. um well I've, physically i've become fatter <laughs> i've become I've, i've put on weight but like really it's it's opened up my my mind mm. uh because before i came here i i traveled but internally mm. i had not traveled outside of east africa uh had I, no i had not traveled outside of east africa before coming here so uh i'm i read a lot so i had an idea of how the world is mm. and watching the news and everything but still you i was not prepared for the difference mm. like there 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 is a huge difference in in people's attitudes uh in the way people uh, uh relate to each other in the in the way people even even behave with each other in public and private it's a huge difference and uh and uh, the way people think like you there is like some kind of group psychology or crowd psychology you can you can just observe as you're walking around and so on and here uh, i really liked it because i felt a bit free mm-hmm. a bit more free uh in in the sense that i could get lost in the crowd or i can disappear and just become one of everyone and and not worry about like like standing out or everyone staring mm-hmm. at me or uh, in this sense but i have changed personally um uh, i have become more laid back uh in 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 certain things like i i take some some stuff more lightly mm-hmm. than i used to like healthcare uh because back home it's very expensive to get good healthcare mm-hmm. really really expensive and here uh it's not super but still it's better than what i had and it cost me much less okay. so so i like this so i'm not so concerned about this and uh i'm just uh I, i don't know i kind of lost my train of thought there but i'm uh i feel like i've improved as a person like like uh even when it comes to work 
uh, interacting with people. Uh, I feel like I have changed and I've become more accommodating. Maybe uh, I'm willing to to, to listen more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to integrate more. I'm trying to like make better networks. Like I have I have really changed from like what I was three years ago. Uh, there has been like a dramatic change, mm-hmm. even in the way I talk to people, and and the. Sometimes it's good to be like completely outside your comfort zone and then you can understand how uh, maybe other people feel when you are like part of the the majority mm-hmm. and and you're interacting with a minority and and when it happens to yeah. you like it's good to reverse the roles. Mm-hmm. Uh it has uh, taught me to be a lot more uh, I I would say it has taught me to be a lot more reflecting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to to think about stuff mm-hmm. uh, in a different way than I used to. So it has improved me, like really improved me, and and it my life has improved in in many ways uh, because uh, I have access to technology, mm. uh, you know, toys like the music stuff, yeah. uh, and. I I have access to everything that I could want because mm-hmm. everything is usually here first, mm-hmm. especially technologically oh, yeah. and so on. Like we have great stuff at home, but uh, usually everything comes out here first, mm-hmm. and I have access to everything. Uh, and like I really like cars, so I went for auto salon, and and I could sit in every mm-hmm. new car and and I could like play around with them and I could do what I like. Like I have this unlimited access unlimited access to parks as we talked about earlier uh, I can literally go anywhere I can go into the palace mm. like nobody will ask me anything I have this freedom so it has really changed me and improved me and now I'm more thankful for what I've had all my life than I was I think when I was back home because you kind of have this blinkered view and and you 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 don't see the forest for the trees you know, mm-hmm. like basically So it has changed my outlook completely. Well, yeah. Thank you, Ned, for sharing. Thank you for being us. such a great listener. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it has been very nice to talk to you. Same. So I wish all folks will uh, at least look for all the links I put ah. and uh, maybe come and find and <laughs> dance with you one of the evenings. That would be week. good. It would be good. Um, yeah, talk to you again, perhaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank it you. it would be great. Thanks, Emmanuel. It was wonderful. Thank you everyone for listening to my Slovak experience. See you at the next interview. Till then, have fun, share and enjoy. So, did you like my Slovak experience podcast? If yes, you can share it with your friends and peers. They can listen it from many sources, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, or Spotify. And now, you can also watch us on video while we are recording on YouTube. Thank you.